don't care what your religion is. We don't care what organization you belong to. We don't care how far in school you went or didn't go. We don't care what kind of job you have. We have to give you credit for shocking the white man by not letting him divide you and use you one against the other. In the past, the greatest weapon the white man has had has been his ability to divide and conquer. How do they do it? Divide and conquer. If I take my hand and slap you, you don't even feel it. It might sting you because these digits are separated. But all I have to do to put you back in your place is bring those digits together. Greetings, Black family, and welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. I am your host, DC Radical One, and you have entered the center. And I have forgotten to play the center intro. It's one of those nights. Um, But let's see who we have in the building. Greetings in the BB-48 to Sister Vanessa. Greetings to you guys ripped off greetings to brother Elijah greetings to sister Nina greetings to our wonderful producer who I was not expecting and of course uh, first of all let me send a shout out to uh, brother you got ripped off for the generous donation Um, I have used part of that money to upgrade um upgrade my mic setup get a, a mic new mic stand uh peace to Igwe Heshima um so yeah and I'm expecting them to deliver that actually I was expecting them to deliver that today but that didn't happen so be that as it may here we are anyway um this show is a show that brothers multiple brothers have asked me to do for at least let's see a year like before the whole pandemic and the stopping um for the the world stopped (laughs) for six months in essence um okay sister finance can you hear me can y'all hear me um and so i've been i've been kind of holding off on the show really um oh you got brother you got ripped off said i'm honored to help family hey you know i'm i greatly appreciate it brother greatly appreciate it um this was a show i said you know i want to hold off i want to talk to some more brothers um and different types of men to see if what I was hearing on the internet and hearing amongst a couple of brothers around me was just, I didn't want to limit the, um, limit my, um, intake of data to one group of men. So I didn't want to just be brothers as conscious. Um, you know, we talked to some, 
some different types of brothers, you know what I'm saying, that I have access to. And I found a similar sentiment. And then talking to brothers who were had talked to other brothers, they were saying the same thing. It's kind of like, oh, okay. Okay, there is some some obvious discontent here. Um, and so I said, all right, let, let me look at it and see what are the issues and see if I can narrow it down to be able to have a coherent discussion on the subject that could possibly bring some things to light and maybe bring some understanding and maybe some healing. Um, although, and to be honest, the healing, well, the, even the understanding part really can only be done in the context, I believe anyway, of something like I said I was going to do, and I'm still going to do, I just have figure out a time it probably will not be done at the um convention unfortunately um but a time of being able to bring people together and i already see what how that's going to work um if i you know i have to check with uh e-life as far as their calendar and stuff but i'll probably do it there if feasible and then it'll be something that we will have a it'll be a live event but it'll also be a live stream event and we will take i'll have the tech people take questions from the people on the stream as well and we can have a a in-house discussion between black men and black women to me that's the most productive productive way to do it in my opinion um because one thing that I uh peace to Lord Bell like and I said this before but one thing I realized is that because of so many things and I may have even talked about this during the lecture but because of um the the removal of men from the household like there's really a disconnect where women really don't understand men because they don't have any in essence any non-sexual interaction with men and so a lot of sisters um, conscious or not conscious one don't really think there's an issue necessarily or two even if they think there's an issue they don't really understand men's perspective at all like like just can't grasp it um I mean, I talked to some uh, a few sisters recently, uh, some in relationships, some not. And, you know, as we as we're speaking and they're, you know, picking my brain and asking me questions like the perspectives that I'm giving them is is as if they've never even considered them before. Right. It's like they're just looking like I never even thought about it like that. You're like, yeah, that, well, that's this is how a man thinks. So you're taking the action or, or the words or whatever it may be one way but the man is thinking this and doing and acting on this and this is what that action means and then they you know they just look they just um i mean they're grateful but they're just like astounded almost by what i'm saying and because they just they've never had any feedback so they don't have any understanding of how men think and so with you know based on those discussions and then i saw a video and y'all know i normally don't talk about any other um 
YouTube people because I don't I don't consider myself a YouTube person. I consider myself a member of Straight Black Pride, um, a bit of a social scientist and activist that has a YouTube channel as opposed to a YouTube person. And that's not going to change even if I was able to get, you know, a million followers. That wouldn't change. Uh, Lord Vale says, uh, I was working around some black women and they said, if he takes me out, then he has to take my friends out too. I just laughed. You know, I've seen that lately and I, I don't know that that's that's a new thing i don't know where that comes from and we, you know what and that will lead into something don't let me forget hold hold that that'll that'll lead me into something later on but um yeah uh sisters really don't understand as a collective black men and i'm not sure if it's a, a don't understand or don't because lack of interaction i know that's part of it um or is it uh don't understand and don't care to understand which if that is the case then this show serves no purpose whatsoever <laughs> so i'm not sure which it is right but um there's a lot of there's a lot of things that brothers um and it's weird like some of the things because you talk to different types of men you don't it's things that you don't expect to for them to have in common right one of the most and this doesn't really affect sisters that listen to my show for the most part but one of the things that's, that surprised me is the number and type of men who just absolutely hate weave it's one thing you know and you deal mostly conscious brothers, of course. But I had no idea that like just regular dudes on a block, working brothers, you name it. This is like a this is like a universal thing. It's just like, man, why won't sisters wear their natural hair? And it is if you as a brother, if you deal with a sister and she or if you meet a sister and she has weave, I'ma be completely honest. It's going to be a monumental task to get her to wear her natural hair. Even if you, even if a sister like, and you don't see that many sisters doing this anymore. But even if it's a sister that um, like perms her hair or something, which I rarely see anymore, right? If a sister does with any type of um hair enhancement, I'll say, getting her to stop that is. Uh, is a mortal combat level of difficult. I'm talking about like for those who know mortal combat, you versus Shang Tsung type of fight on your hands. I remember years ago, um, the sister I was dealing with, and um, dark skin sister, beautiful dark skin, and I just made the suggestion that hey, you know, and she was. She was she wasn't wearing weave, but she was permanent hair, and you know, you know, sisters uh, that perm their hair, especially dark skin sisters. A lot of times, the hair breaks off, and they, you know, they want their hair longer, and doesn't get long, you know, all that type of stuff. I, so I made the suggestion. I was like, hey, why don't you wear your hair natural? Now this was deep. 
this was one of the most cooperative, kind, sweet, like go out of her way type of women, right? Like this will do for you, you know. Um, you know, one of those type of women. Man, she had the she got the biggest attitude. And I remember her words. She was like, I'm not I ain't that black. Like, right, like when you know, I and I just looked at her. I was like, Really? That's you know, she was offended by me saying, Hey, maybe you should wear your own hair that grows out of your head in its natural state. Right? That was a conflict. That became it didn't even become an argument because I was so shocked by her reaction that I I didn't even say nothing else. And in fact, we weren't uh we weren't um yeah. That relationship kinda cooled off after, <laughs> after that point. That's what I'll say. So um but yeah, I mean that like that's those are the types of things that um black men go through they don't talk you know, talk about it like this some that's something that's to most brothers is very basic and yet again that could be a conflict and again it's your natural hair that grows out of your head but yet that became an argument with a with one of the most cooperative women i've ever been with <laughs> you see what i'm saying it's, it's just like wow okay you know i didn't know that that was the flashpoint and i understand now just with you know black women and the whole beauty standards and all the things that are projected into their mind and and then how we as black people treat each other when we're younger because a lot of people have a lot of psychological scars from when they're young especially a lot of sisters as far as their looks right and so what you don't realize as a man is that something as basic as this can trigger a woman if you just looking at it like what is the problem but this basic discussion about hair can trigger conflict between you and a woman um brother you got ripped off got the petition for uh stopping little Nas X in fact we I'm glad you said that. We're gonna talk about Lil Nas X tomorrow, too. But um, so that's tomorrow at two. But yeah, so you know that was that was an experience I had a while ago, and um, what really made me finally decide to actually do this show beyond personal experiences and talking with brothers and brothers asking me to do it. Right. Uh, greetings to Neder Pata. Um, was. I was listening to a show, uh, or part of a show, because I was on the move, so I didn't get to hear the whole thing. And the discussion was um, sexless marriages. And this is the, this is like the second or third time I've seen somebody talk about this, but this was the first time that I actually saw um, a discussion amongst brothers. And so as someone who advocates for marriage advocates for um traditional black family things like that the concept even how can i put even though you know it's something that exists but 
you don't a lot of times I think of stuff as it's ha that's happening over there with white folks or the percentages of this thing are small so it's not an issue of things like that but what happens with this type of thing is that as an advocate for black family you realize that just because people get married <laughs> the work isn't done and you could be in a way like almost setting people up for failure by not addressing the things that happen in the marriage like so it's one thing to say hey brothers we gotta we gotta do better we gotta get married gotta treat these sisters right blah 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 and you tell brothers that right and you respect the sisters and so forth so on and then but at the same time if no one and I'm not saying no one is I don't know cause I don't you know like sisters make content and stuff like that but if the message isn't coming from two women at the same time that BB Fode to BB Fode man um the message isn't coming to to women at the same time that hey you know when you get into this marriage these are the things that you need to make the marriage work because one thing I and I've said this for years and it's so funny <laughs> of all the people in the world that will open my eyes to something it was Oprah Winfrey of all people she had a show right and it was it was a show there was a bunch of men on it and it was it was dealing with the men I can't remember the name of the show I don't remember what year it is it was years ago because I was young and on this show she was the first one that made me see that women um, want the wedding but do not necessarily want the marriage now this probably been a good 20 years ago if anything and and I think that's gotten even worse but in that program basically she and this wasn't just black people of course because it's Oprah Winfrey but base, I, I remember seeing a couple of brothers there but um, it basically came out that in essence now again this is 20 years ago so this is a whole generation ago that women in essence see men as a wallet and genitalia like women were not I'm not going to say not capable but were not recognizing the humanity for, for lack of a better word of men now when I saw this right because I'm I was much younger I was like just looking like wow that's crazy but it didn't I didn't translate it to my life I didn't feel like that was my experience at the time and so it was just something that kind of was just putting it's putting you know putting your data bank for later and then later on when you start having experiences suddenly you start thinking well maybe what I saw was more accurate and more widespread than I thought because sometimes things can be they can be happening but they may not be widespread but as I talk to more and more brothers in today's time this mentality 
is more widespread amongst sisters. And I'm like, okay, this is a problem. We have a lot of problems in the black community. We have an innumerable amount of problems. But again, from my point of view, and maybe it's because I'm a member of Straight Black Pride, or maybe I'm a member of Straight Black Pride because it's my point of view. If we cannot heal the breach between the black man and the black woman, we can't accomplish anything else. Like that, that's it. That's the, the foundation of everything. It doesn't matter what it is. You can talk about economics, you can talk about educate, like all the areas of people activity. Labor, love, war, all of that. Right? Sex, all that. You can't heal the breach between the black man and the black woman. Nothing else matters. And the European has figured this out. Black people have not figured this out. Because, of course, now with integration, people think I can go date outside the race. I can go, uh, you know, you got men with men, women with women, you know, all, all this wild stuff. Men becoming women with, yes, you name it, right? None of that will negate what I call the natural order. What is the natural order? When black people came into existence by whatever method they came into existence and there was black man and black woman and they came together and me, the first black child, right? That was the process for black people to begin to exist. And that process has continued for millions of years until this day. And the only way for black people to, to continue for millions of years beyond this day is for that process to continue, right? This is just biological fact. We can try to dance around it all we want to. We can try to, you know, whatever we're talking about, short of, even though this is something the European wants to do, short of growing people like in the Matrix or like at the beginning of, uh, what's, that movie? what's the Superman movie? Uh, the Man of Steel, right? And I don't know for people that saw that movie at the beginning, uh, Superman's people before they sent him off were growing people, right? So this is like this is a concept that you see in Hollywood. You're starting to see it over and over and over again. I've seen some other science fiction movies where they're talking about growing people, right? Short of that, and even if you do that, you're not gonna. I don't think that's gonna work for black people. Uh, Lord Bell says younger, younger black people don't value black love. Yeah, yeah, I, I see that so much. And this was, this is what's weird to me. Um, I don't understand it, so I don't have a re. I don't. I guess I would have to talk to young people, but it's hard for me to talk to young people who um, date cave girls. But I see more and more black boys, really, like teenagers. Uh, college age dating outside of their race who's who grew up only with their mother like to me that's like the weirdest thing but then again I don't know how their mother treated them I don't know what their situation is but it's weird to me because a generation before because again we had another generation that grew up with their mother had a different viewpoint on black women but it could just be 
purely that um, interracial dating wasn't as available like that maybe the previous generation would have opted out if they could have opted out you know I have no idea but a lot of the pre a lot of the previous generation did because hey if you look at the NBA there's all types of mixed people in there <laughs> I'm saying there's all types of hybrid dudes in the NBA, so some opting out was taking place, especially on the West Coast. I don't know what was going on on the West Coast, but yeah, now that people have quote unquote options, that's what people are doing. They're opting out. And uh, Igwe Heshima says, unfortunately, a lot of these black mothers, single mothers, drive their sons away from black women due to the trauma of being raised by a single black woman. And, Hey, that may be it. I can't, I can't argue with with it. I have to take your word for it. I guess everyone's experience is different. Um, one thing I think, and I'm like, from what I've seen, right? Even within my own family, as the structure of family structure breaks down, and I've seen it like break down in my own family where. My grandmother and grandfather were married until my in fact, both of my grandparents were married until both of my grandfathers passed away. Right? You get to the next generation, almost everybody in the next generation, like my mother and father's generation, their um, their uh, brothers and sisters and all that, cousins, everybody, everybody got married, but uh, probably. probably 60% of them got divorced maybe two out, in fact maybe two out of three so but everyone got married right everyone got married and stayed married at least I would say on average 10 years but yet everyone got divorced you get to the next generation almost no one got married you see what I'm saying so literally I've, I've lived long enough to watch the breakdown of the family structure just within my own blood relatives cousins and so forth and so on uh and lord bell says some younger men who date out who date out use the women for their money and also because they see see them as forbidden fruit um i didn't i didn't even think about that. <laughs> i didn't even think about the money thing yeah i can see that because brothers have been using using black women for for money and and that led me to something else that is something that is before they straight black pride brother desaline thank you brother desaline and for your uh monetary contributions as well brother i greatly appreciate it um but that's a that's a the forbidden fruit thing, man, is wild because that's been a thing that's gone on for years. And I, the difference that from when I was young, right, which was a long time ago, is that even when dudes dealt with one, because even in the hood, it, you know, it's a weird thing, at least here in D.C., where like if a dude laid up with Urugu you kind of just let it slide or you're like, oh, okay, you bag one of them. But if a dude was in a relationship with Yorugo or any non-black woman, 
you kind of side eyed them and you ain't really you know they ain't really hang around like that and eventually they just they just move but now like that's the thing seems like i mean it almost seemed like that brothers that want to be with black women is looked at is the one is getting the side eye or whatever um just from what i'm seeing but to get back on track with the subject matter at hand um the it's frustration and disappointment and it's disappointment because most black men even black men that talk bad about black women if you can get them alone the the disappointment is that they know in their hearts that black women are better than what they're showing and it's not to say that there are no good black women is that they're disappointed in that it seems to be what black men would consider black women seem to be a dying breed and it's more difficult to find those women to even interact with them on a just a friendship level right and the other disappointment or one of the other disappointments that i've heard brothers say is that is it is and these two things are related one women um seeming to pick and i i've heard this complaint for a while now seeming to pick the worst man they can find to mate with and then wanting the best man they can find to come and clean up the mess of the first man greetings to unique one express i hear this complaint all the time and it is a i've seen it i've experienced it this one is just actual fact bb four and straight black prior to uh brother kevin that this is just this is what happens and what's the fr was another frustrating part for men is that when you ask women who have children right okay what happened with the baby's father right you get a myriad of nebulous answers that don't add up right and then you ask well why okay why y'all not together or how did you even have it end up having a child by this person if they are you know you know all the negative things that you say and there's almost it's almost impossible to get a woman to give a straight and coherent answer to this question like you have to be basically a trained attorney to get to the root of what happened with that relationship you get all types of nebulous answers one of the best answers or the ones you hear most frequently is i was young we've all been young but the percentage of women that have children is higher than the percentage of men so 
being young and everybody has a period when they're young everybody ages the same way it's just to a man's not a satisfactory answer and then the whole and this is to me this is this is the thing that just to me really is mind-blowing when i think about it and sisters who have children have a higher a a much higher standard from what i see and talking to them oftentimes a much higher standard for dating not how can i put it for the man they want to date after they have a child than the man that they had the child with uh brother bb Fahode man said that is a that is a staple of a staple of kevin satin just questions simple questions amorphous rambling answers that don't even begin to answer the question um hey i i've experienced that you know with sisters in person like so yeah i'm not surprised that anyone that does that or whatever if that's their format i'm not surprised at all because i talk to sisters and it's just like you just like you said it's just it's hard to get a, it's hard to get an answer to these very basic questions i remember a sister had a made a meme it, i just found it so funny but i found it profound at the same time because i was like yeah i never looked at it that way and it says it's something to the effect of what um if your baby daddy's not nothing right what qualified him to have sex with you in the first place now i'm, I'm paraphrasing because i can't remember the exact wording but it was a little more straightforward than that you know i'm trying not to be vulgar and when i saw the meme i just kind of laughed and thought about it i was like you know that's an excellent question and the sister made the meme i was like that's actually an excellent question and when you ask sisters that they look at you like like literally like what do you mean like they like they can't comprehend the concept and it's so deep because i remember one time uh some some younger sister on twitter had um had tweeted that i wish we could pick our baby daddies or, or something to that effect and somebody reposted it on instagram and i looked at it and i i had re, i had posted on my stories or whatever but i thought about it and i'm thinking to myself do are we to the point where women don't understand how this sex thing works or was she joking like what what is happening here like the i okay here's the deal and i again again i said i'll debate this with anyone on earth no matter how scholarly how many degrees how many whatever the case may be the simple fact of the matter is women choose the men and women control who reproduces now men choose the marriage and the relationships and men don't say this publicly 
but I said this in the lecture. The the women that men have sex with, the women that men make girlfriends, and the women that men marry often don't have very much in common other than them being women. Now that's a concept that I realized that women don't understand. And all almost all women I, in fact I say probably all women think that they are marriage material right oh this, this woman across the board this not even limited limited to black women but yet the marriage statistics and discussions with the brothers say that they disagree right because if only 26 percent of women are married or 25 percent of black women are married but 51 percent of black men are single then obviously the men don't feel like they're finding marriage worthy women for whatever uh for whatever reason and sister nina said when these frustrated black men decide to step to these women what are they thinking when they when they um when they something them initially when they see them initially like the one who was relaxing her hair why would you even why would you even try her mentality is relaxed no she approached me i don't approach women i i've never been a type to approach women when women you know when i when I when I'm open to it, women approach me. Yeah, she approached me. I didn't, you know, I don't. Every virtually every relationship I've been in, it's just me personally. The woman approached me. It's I can count on my fingers the number of times I've approached a woman. Um. So yeah, that I didn't, I didn't I can't speak for other brothers, but I yeah, that's how it works for me. Um, or not it doesn't work because I don't have a family so maybe it's not working but the rare times that I have approached women didn't work out anyway even if I got the woman's uh, number and we went out and whatever didn't, that didn't work so a long time ago I said nah, I'm not, I'm not going to approach any women you know I'm here you can approach you know even though I know I look very unapproachable most times um, you almost never see me smile even back when I was a teenager. Um, and Lord Bell says women approach me as well. Yeah, see, I mean, because, it's, and of course now in the current environment, it's, everything's crazy, so it's, it's different. But um, when, even, even if, how can I put it? As a man, especially as you get more experience, you you get to understand choosing signals anyway. So even if you're, even if you choose to approach a woman, she's made herself, um, she's made herself approachable, right? You know, I mean, there's a whole science to that, but it's very, it's very basic. But a lot of brothers, not a lot of younger brothers, especially nowadays, don't understand it because I was taught a long, long time ago that women always see you before you see them. And women put you in one of three categories instantaneously, right? 
one of those categories is um you know you can get it you know the vast majority of brothers fit in the middle of you know fit you know maybe maybe not depending on what happened and then there's the no shot category and if you're a man you can read the signs you can read a woman's body language facial expression all that to pretty much figure out where you stand in that equation you know and you can take it from there and that's a very basic breakdown of it you know but um yeah like i said i i rarely approach and even if i approach i have to be like like all the signs have to be there but um and one of the reasons i really approach it because there's so few um you just so few women um how can i put it there's so few women that i i see uh just in a you know regular social setting that i would consider just viewing them and seeing them as wife worthy you know <laughs> so i'll say now you're preaching tonight good good pastor um you know outside really outside of our events like i just you know you just don't see women that you would think oh yeah i might you know i might uh she looks like somebody that's interesting just put it that way and sister taylor Nubia said is is this why I allow women to do the approaching is what why can you elaborate on that I'm not sure because it's a it's a delay in the um when I get the comments so elaborate on that for me sister but um yeah there like I was saying there's a science to the whole approach thing but yeah not just just for me personally and it and this is what it's so funny like I remember a while ago there was a thing of telling men to raise their standards and I was like okay yeah I can understand that but then I thought about it I was like I've always been told that my standards are too high so I'm like if brothers start raising their standards and you know when when people say stuff right they don't really they don't really realize how the person's going to take it and may implement it right somebody may take your advice but they may take your advice to do what you said in a way that's different from how you would want them to do it so when sisters were talking about men raising their standards then and i don't even know like what the root of that was i just remember hearing it when brothers start raising their standards all of a sudden that's when you start hearing all the discontent from brothers you know what i'm saying you hear like one of the biggest things i hear brothers talk about this all the time in fact i don't see the brother on here but yeah my little brother um oh the question why don't i approach women or why don't i hold on the question is why don't i approach the women yeah because I, I don't see a lot of women that interest me just being completely honest um but i mean it, it is what it is and it and it's been like that for a while and generally speaking not all the time generally speaking um i have loosened my standards <laughs> to get into a relationship <laughs> let's put it that way um 
And of course, we see the outcome. And Sister Nina says the point is frustrated black men not who who approach who also black men are disappointed. So I assume you're referring to men you've spoken to, not your own experience. Um I mean I've been disappointed with black women for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Remember, you have to understand. You have to understand something. I've been in this movement the vast majority of my life. Being in this movement has literally uh, curtailed the, how can I put it? It has literally limited, right, my dating experience because when you're in the movement, your whole idea of the type of woman you want to be with changes. And so then you just start weeding, you've automatically weed out like two thirds of black women just off the break right because if you say like if a, ma- a young man today who was in my um who had my same experience where he start gets in the movement like 16 17 and is in organizations and is doing work and is being trained by brothers and taught certain things and this and that and then he goes out in the world and women are listening to Cardi B and city girls and you know got tattoos all over the place and smoke more weed than he smoking drink more than he drink and cuss more than he cuss and got multiple baby daddies and so forth so on he's gonna be at at best disappointed and at most frustrated you know I you know I have a brother that I took under my wing that I call my little brother. I mean, he talks to me. We have these conversations all the time. And unfortunately, been having them for a long time now. Right? Because some of the things that we see in the world, we see in the quote amongst quote unquote conscious sisters. And that and that is the most disappointing part of the equation. The the part where just because somebody's conscious or whatever many times you can't delineate or differentiate maybe yeah differentiate that's what i'm looking for between the conscious women behaviorally and the unconscious women right so you may see sister she may you know she may come to events and she may wear certain garb and speak certain ways and this this and that but then when you get below the surface behaviorally there's no difference between her and the woman on the block and you're like what's the difference other than you wear your hair natural or you might wear a head wrap or onks and so forth so on right speaking speaking of the hair natural thing this this literally happened to me today and i was like oh let me go ahead and do the show remember when i was talking about the fact that you have sisters that wear uh the hair natural you see them you know and they wear uh, they may wear certain garbs or onks or things like that that show that they may be conscious or whatever and many times they'll be like swirlers or lesbians that happened today i was in the store today right went to the store go in the store and i'm i'm not thinking because i don't like holidays and stuff i just forget about that stuff so i didn't realize apparently and y'all correct me if i'm wrong apparently this is easter weekend i'm not thinking about that 
So, and it's Saturday. So the store is packed and I need like four things to four or five things so I can cook. Right. So I'm in the store. I'm getting the stuff. I turn the corner. I see, I look the whole, the line is like back towards the middle of the aisle. And I'm like, I got, I need four things. Do I want to do this? And so I turn around and I see a sister and brown skin sister um natural hair nice looking sister so i'm just looking at her i was like okay yeah she's nice looking so i go back to trying to make the decision on what i'm gonna do so i go check the other aisles the other aisles are actually uh longer and i'm like I'm just, all right i'm just gonna go to the other store leave this stuff here i'm about to go as i'm leaving about to leave the store i see the same sister and she's with Yurugu, right now it's not even that i would wanted to holler at her nothing like that it's just the fact that literally there was something i had been talking about and literally that thing played out right in front of my eyes that see here you go this is what i was talking about sister looked natural you know what i'm saying nice sister that brothers who uh have some knowledge would and would at least grab their attention and she in there with a whole cracker right i mean it's literally i talk about i know i talked about that at least two or three times and th this person was the living example of what i'm talking about and it's just again of course now me because i'm talking i talk about it and i'm aware it's like yeah whatever but for brothers who a, a brother who really not aware of this stuff they would just see it and just be you'd be more you're more frustrated that a a natural woman is with Yurugu than just regular weeba diva or whatever right uh let's see okay now nah, that conversation that's not I don't think I'm included in that conversation um Conscious women are either into bisexuality, swirlers, or just feminists. Hey, Lordville. Hey, man. I can't even argue with you. I mean, there's a lot of that. There's a. That's why when it. And one day I'm going to do. I'm going to do a show about polygamy. I'm just one day I'm gonna just do a show about polygamy. Because I see a lot of. um. I see a lot of um, advocacy of polygamy from sisters, and I realize that a lot of that has to do with some lesbianism, bisexual, bisexuality stuff going on. And I just want to let brothers know, hey, you know, be on the lookout for that. And then maybe the brother's not mad, and maybe I just need to mind my business. I don't know. Uh, and you got ripped off, says, unfortunately, we have a conscious thought culture growing in our sisters talk about race work while dressing provocatively or sleeping around sleeping around with anyone yeah i've seen some things on i mean i've seen some things uh online that um you know i found interesting <laughs> let's put it that way uh just some things that you see a sister and she talking the good talk and um you know it's, you know just talking this good stuff and uh, you see them and they with a black man and look like they got a family or whatever the case is going on and they look like a positive example and then 
you see them again and they look like they belong to the streets as the young people would say and you don't know the person so you don't really know what's going on you don't know if they backtracking you don't know if they was never serious you don't you don't know what's going on but it doesn't to the it's disappointing to the men because it makes you feel like okay then you know how many other sisters are in this thing for the wrong reason or not serious or you know whatever the case may be uh, and sister says it seems many men of today don't do the approaching I grew up with men always approaching women we, the environment has changed um, the environment has because you, you gotta think about it right you have the me too thing then you have the sisters talking about uh, remember they were talking about street harassment a few years ago and now I've seen street harassment that it's a real thing I'm not debating that but as as these things build up and you hear so much talk and basically from men's perspective it just sounds like when you hear this same talk over and over and over it sounds like women don't want to be bothered and eventually and this and this is what's great and this is how it works the men who respect women are going to be the men who just going to be like All right, I don't I don't even want to even be bothered with that whole thing and so the men, the men who approach women are going to be the women, the men who oftentimes um, are the very men that women probably shouldn't be dealing with if they want something long term and satisfactory. Uh, let's see. Sister says she prided herself on never getting drunk or high nor display degenerate behavior. I don't get um, positive moralistic brothers approaching me ever. So these frustrated black men don't want a sis like myself. Well, again, one of the things I tell people, a lot of times it depends on where you are. And then it also depends on age demographic. Because if a man is looking for, if a man I feel like, especially if a man doesn't have children, he's looking to have children. That's just that's just what it is. If he's looking for a long term relationship, part of that long term relationship is continuing his legacy. And if a if a man thinks that a woman is past that point, he's gonna he's gonna look at other women. That's just reality. What it is, uh, brother Igwe says it's all smoke and mirrors. Time always shows the truth. Oh yeah, no question. And that, and that goes with men too because there's plenty of brothers that quote unquote conscious brothers that's you know doing whatever um, time reveals the truth on that too um, and Lord Vale says not in the Me Too era what do you mean Lord Vale as far as what approaching sisters in, in the Me Too era I mean like I said it's you have to read you have to read the signs but yeah I mean it's just you know it's so crazy like one of the dangers and I'm just veering off the path for a minute but just with that approach thing like in a work environment for example right um not approaching a woman can be detrimental to your work situation right or at least not giving her attention that's how crazy this whole me too thing is that it just sets up an environment for there to be um, 
discontent and discord amongst men and women you know it's you know so it's it's a minefield that a lot of men don't feel like they want to navigate whether it's on the street with the whole street harassment thing or at your job or you know people don't you know the club thing is pretty much dead but you know it's just and then so now people are doing the whole hookup online thing and then you know that's something that from from what i hear because i don't you know i don't uh that's not my thing it's pretty much just no that very few relationships are being built out of that uh sister nina says brothers need to look beyond what a sister look like don't get me wrong looks are important initially but what's after that what comes next uh brothers be more in tune with intuition well i mean i understand what you're saying but initially um and what i was saying is not just looks but just just the reality that like i said if a man regardless of his age a man that well he let me just put it like this the men and i'm just dealing with the men who don't have children for right now because men that have children that's a different thing i don't have children i can't speak for them don't try to the men who don't have children are going to look for women who one don't have children two want to have children three look like they can produce healthy children that's just what it is uh and Lord Bell says booty calls the only thing happening online yeah yeah that's what I heard and that I'm just not you know that's not surprising because you I mean you hear women talking about what they're doing and so forth so on which is another thing that makes um men frustrated because at least in my time it's a different time now um in my time there were and this this is the part of the frustration there was a there was a clear delineation between uh, how can i put this delicately women who were good for entertainment right and women who were long-term compatible there was a clear delineation right and you could just tell by look the way they look the way they act all that stuff now the lines are blurred because so many women want to be for entertainment until they reach a certain age and then they want to go find a good man but they've never they haven't been good women right but then they want to find a good man after the fact and this is this is something i've been hearing brothers talk about but again you have to like interact and talk with women to see if this is true because for me i just felt like at one time i felt like this was brother's perception and just you know maybe it was those individual brothers I'm like and eh, maybe it's you no 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 not now in the in this day and time this is this is literally standard operating procedure for women so women want to go out have fun 
and the have fun phase that probably in my time was like college is now like from 15 to 30 plus right and then you want to look for a good man when you're 35 36 37 okay from the man's perspective if you've been dealing with men for 20 years when you're 34 or 35 and we see this stuff because one of the things we see and this leads to a whole different discussion but I'm not going there for this I can't tell you how many times I've seen a sister who is like in their early 30s like 31 32 33 and they have like a 15 year old as a man it's like how do you have a teenager because you know of course sisters often look younger so it, it really is brain boggling and sometimes there's a different reason for that which is a different discussion which I'm not going to go into today because I talk about it all the time um, and so you know you see that thing is like you know you're if you're single you don't have any children the woman brings a whole teenager into it the equation it's just it's not appealing to the men and it, and it, they are, I can't even can't even tell you how many very physically attractive women um, that I see and that's that's the situation and other brothers they they talk about it all the time you know and like I said before at least I think I said it before the standards of women after they have children are so much higher than for the men they had children by it's just I just don't understand it you know what young people say keep that same energy um let's see uh sister Nina says so men women who are divorced raise children or at a certain age over 40 aren't desirable for men for are you saying you ask me for a man i just ask it as a man because i can ask for women a for a man who doesn't have children no no for, for a man that doesn't have children no one of the biggest complaints i hear from men um is that they just don't want they just don't want to raise somebody else's child like that men have because most men have tried that have dealt with women who had children and that does not end well i've done it i mean i've done it myself it, i nah i never do that again never and in fact not only would i not do it i tell brothers don't do it don't do it you can like you can set up a, a boys program or you can do some other ways to do that i would not no i would not do that i would not do that i would not i would tell brothers not to do it don't do it just straight up just don't do it um uh let's see you got ripped off says if you have no children have to be honest i hate hearing you give it you get you're giving up africans never die until we we don't procreate or procreate outside our race 
is our African duty to birth the ancestors. Oh, indeed. Yeah, it's definitely, um, it's definitely our duty to birth the ancestors. Um, and sister says my birthing days are over, so does that mean I'm of no use? No, no one said that. But I'm just, uh, I'm just talking about the men who don't have children. There are men who have grown children who they don't. You know, they have a different. Um, they're using a different metric to se- to select their mates. You know, because there are men who have children who, um, like I said, they they're just in a different life um, area of their life. So it doesn't matter match, matching up people. That's all. That's all that is. There's some men that just want a woman for support and companionship. And it doesn't matter really um, as far as her situation, as far as being able to have children or already having them or whatever, you know, oftentimes they, you know, cause they already, they've already experienced all that. So they don't, you know, that's not a thing with them. I'm just talking about the 51% of men who don't have children because that's, that's a higher percentage of men is a, percentage of men that weirdly enough are kind of silenced or ignored because many I think a lot of women don't I think a lot of black women think either a if you don't have children something's wrong with you or b they think that all black men are just running around with multiple children with multiple baby mamas and all that stuff a lot of women think that way I remember this was years ago I remember um, I had just started a job, like had just started it, and and people were um, so we, people were introducing themselves and so forth, so on, and we were about to uh, I can't remember, we, but we were about to do something, we take on some project or something, whatever it was, and so this sister saw me, she was talking to me or whatever, and. I can't remember how, what sparked it, but some type of way she asked me something, and I was just like, "Oh no, I don't have any children." And she looked at me and said, "What's wrong with you?" Now, mind you, this was in—I was still in my twenties—and she said, "What's wrong with me?" Like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I had a disease or something, because I said I didn't have children. I mean, that just goes to show the mentality or, or how our women think about us as men like you know she made, I mean I don't know what she thought right I mean she the way she said it was a it was like shock it was almost like shock and disappointment you know what I'm saying like I, I don't even know I didn't even I didn't even ask like what's that supposed to mean I just looked at her like why is the, why is me not having children a problem for you? Like what? I didn't I didn't get it. If any sisters want to, you know, expound on what that was about, enlighten me. Let me know. But I do. I never forgot that experience, and I just was looking at her like, "What's wrong with me? Why something got to be wrong with me? Because I don't have children in my twenties. I I didn't get it." Um, Lord Bell says, "I think people who already have children should be." People who already have children should be together. Also, the women in my family have always told me 
never marry a woman with children. I mean, I can understand that. Because I always tell men straight up. I'm like, you're going to be behind everybody. Plain and simple. Of course, you're going to be behind. I mean, because, I mean, simple logic. A woman's children should come before a man that she just meets. This is like, this ain't even up for debate or discussion. This is it's not rocket science here. You know what I'm saying? So it's really the, the natural thing that should take place you know but the problem occurs with um the problem occurs that we have an imbalance a numerical imbalance of women to men as far as the percentages of women who have children as opposed to the percentage of men who have children so literally the women are all having children by the same men. It is what it is. Like that's what this, that's what the the statistical I can never say that word data bears out. Once you look at it, um, and sister said a lot of black men. It's not a lot of black men. It's the minority of black men. <laughs> it's not. That's what I'm saying. The majority of black men don't have children, so it's not a lot of black men. It's the minority of black men, like I just said. What he said, don't take care of their children and have planted seeds from all over, from here to Zimbabwe. Well, here, here's the thing about that. I don't blame the men. I blame the women. I used to blame the men, but I blame the women. And the reason I blame the women, because oftentimes, like I saw, it was, I think it was South Carolina. And they had this guy and he had like, like 12 children by 10 different women or something, something just ridiculous, right? But it was in South Carolina. Literally all the women knew each other. So how can I blame the man if all the women know that he has children? He can't. You're in South Carolina. He, he ain't got that much money. So he can't take care of the four that he has. How do five more or six more, whatever the number was, women get pregnant by a dude that's already not taking care of his children. I can't blame the the man. I mean, I can blame the man. Obviously, you know, he is what he is, but I, I can't take the responsibility off the women as well. Um, sister says, why, why don't I have children? And do I want to be married? Yeah, I want to be married. I don't have children because I haven't won. I don't have children because I've never been married and I'm not married. Um, basically, my mother pretty much instilled in me to not um, have children out of wedlock. Like just, you know, she just drilled that in my head. Um, two, again, like I said, I got knowledge when I was 17. Wasn't exactly a lot, at least not in the D.C. area. I can't speak for other areas, right? Um, there were not a lot of women my age. Even when, in fact, this was crazy. Even when I went to college and I went to a historically black university. Even then, there wasn't even a lot of sisters with knowledge, right? It just, now this was when I was in college. So it wasn't just, because at first I was like, eh, it was only 
when I was here, but now it wasn't only when I was here. I went to, like I said, went to a historically black university. Maybe if I had gone to the local black university, it may have been different. Um, Lord Bell says there's a man here in Nashville, Tennessee, that has 22 children with 14 different women. He made the news, right? Yeah, right. See, and that, and the, and that's my point. So when sisters were like the men, I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, that dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I. That and that shows you how the percentage, how it's possible for the majority of men to not have children, and yet women think that men are running around doing because that's one dude producing a whole village single-handedly. 14 women and 22 children. I don't care. Like, if you're not, if you're an NBA player, you'll be stretched economically with trying to take care of those children. It's, um, it's just, but sister, that's what I'm saying. 51% of men are single and childless so it's not rare just women just only apparently and i thought this was the biggest most ridiculous lie in the world but apparently it's true women apparently are all attracted to the same men that's why the minority of men are producing the majority of children like it's just i mean it just is what it is i know half a dozen brothers right now who are single and don't have children from age from their 20s to their 40s so it's you know it's really it's really not rare, you know what I'm saying. Now you could say well men of a certain type gravitate towards each other, but and that's possible. But nah, it's it's not rare. It's just apparently these men are the invisible men. And the thing about it, this was so deep. If you look at the, the data and statistics, uh, economically, financially. Uh, the the men who don't have children are doing better financially than the men that have children and that could be because the men that have children have multiple children and therefore their money their resources are being dispersed more thinly whatever the case may be that is just an actual fact um uh let's see Sis Nisa, he know how many women he got pregnant, and it's the, I mean, again, this okay, and this, this is um, let me address this real quick, cause I hear women talking about the men, the men, the men. Women control who comes onto the planet. Anybody want to debate that? I I send you the link. Anybody want to prove me wrong? I always hear sisters talk about whoa, the men did again. The brother said Nashville. Nashville is not New York City, Los Angeles, or Tokyo as far as size and population. More than likely, these women already know that this man had multiple children before, you know, after you get to like about four or five baby mamas, quote unquote, it's kind of hard to hide that. And yet, how many, let's see, how many, he said he had 20, 14. Okay. So nine more women after the initial, or 10 more women after the first four. 
this is how they have children with this guy. I mean, at what point do those 10 women bear some responsibility? I mean, we, I'm just saying, I say I will, this is a hill that I will die on. You know what I'm saying? Like there are hills that I will die on. I will die on the black men should be with black women, not with Yurugu and others. I'm I'll die on that hill, right? I'll die on the hill of um, homosexuality is a European thing. And I'm going to die on the hill that women control sex and reproduction and men control marriage. No one can, I'm sorry, no one can dispute this. So at some point, if we're going to recognize women as adults and intelligent human beings, then that's an issue that they control. Uh, let's see. And you got ripped off of speaking on my behalf. What says, I see he decided to do race work where he where he is instead of looking for that compliment. I can guarantee you the brother went to Africa. He'd find her and he should. I, you know what? I don't know. I met some sisters from the continent. Yeah. I don't know. I can't say that. I would like to say that, but I can't say that. And it's not, it's not that, um, it's not, how can I put it? It's not that I wasn't open to finding a compliment. Uh, it's just, like I said, when you decide to, and depending on your ideology, but like one of the things, at least when I was younger, you become quote unquote conscious, right? I don't even think that's the word we use. Back then we were talking about uh, you gain knowledge. The first thing you, the first thing that you reject is Christianity. And at that time, by that, I mean, the vast majority of women were into Christianity. So you automatically eliminating 75% of women off the break. Uh, this is it. If if fifty no fifty one percent, but if fifty fifty five percent of men don't have children children as you say, then apparently you do control who comes on. Nah, I don't control who comes on the planet. Because if I control who comes on the planet, first of all, when we know Europeans on the planet, <laughs> right? So again, and see, this is I noticed that no matter how quote unquote conscious a sister is, y'all y'all don't like to take responsibility for this one. Like unless that unless that man is a mass rapist, the women had the opportunity to not be with him after you know, you got a certain amount of data that you have that this man is not capable of taking care of children. It's simple facts. It's like the Sean Kemp thing. Uh basketball player. Is that his name Sean Kemp? Yeah, Sean Kemp, the basketball player. I don't even know how many children he has. Now, at some point when he first started having children by different women, it's easy for me to think, okay, yeah, you know, they want to be with Sean Kemp, the NBA player, blah, 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 blah. But at some point, when you're like the fourth baby mama or whatever, it should occur to you, man, this dude ain't going to do the right thing. He ain't done it before. It's just simple, it's just simple 
It's just simple. I don't understand how this is controversial. I don't understand how this is debatable. Um, uh, sister says, I'm so tired of people thinking African women are a better choice over black women in America. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't hear that a whole, whole lot. I hear that because, first of all, so many black people are anti-African, so... <laughs> I, that's not something I hear a whole lot. I hear it a little more, but I'll be completely honest. There are plenty of weed-wearing sisters from the continent and on the continent and skin bleaching and all types of stuff going on. So, And there's some feminism growing on the continent. So, you know, six of one hand, half dozen on the other. Uh, it's just, it is what it is. At At that point, that's... A lot of times brothers are saying that Because they're just looking for Other options Just being completely honest um, And sister says the majority of African women Are out of their African mind No different than the ones here Oh yeah I mean some of the biggest Christians I know are from the continent So that And I'm talking about I'm not talking about like You know they don't have no, I haven't seen any Africans from the continent Have black Jesus like they was they're walking around carrying big giant white Jesus statues. Like, yeah. Some of some of the wild stuff they have going on in their churches. Don't even get me started. Some of that stuff is it's, it's really, really rough. Um uh Sister Vanessa says I'm an advocate for both male and female being responsible, not constantly pointing fingers at each other because that has gotten us nowhere but in a circle. Okay, I'm just saying. Like, I I don't understand how this is a debate on simple biology. It's simply because here's my point: women get offered uh, male attention. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I'm trying not to be vulgar. Every day, all day, right? All, all the time. I tell brothers this: I'm like, if you are, if you're a brother and you have an attractive woman if you are sensitive or um not confident that's not the woman you want because that woman's going to be approached and looked at and all that stuff all the time right women are well skilled in ignoring the men they don't want so if a woman has a child by a man that's obviously the man she wants to have a child by unless of course a sexual assault took place just this is this is just basic biology here i don't see how and in fact men have so much less control because now literally a woman can go and have an abortion a man has no say so in that and go on about her way if she so chooses and a man can't do anything about that these are just the facts uh let's see lord bell says i've actually been with women from the caribbean and africa they love feminism and white jews more than women here in america yeah i mean uh, like i said a lot of sisters in the continent from the continent i mean i've man don't even get me started um yeah Let's see. And you got ripped off. Asked a question. Oh, if men control who comes 
comes into the world why are women blessed with the necessary tools to birth an admin hey you know like I said I'm just dealing with the basic biology of it you know we just had to agree to disagree but like I said I'll send the link if anybody wants to come on and debate that um so yeah so that whole that in fact in fact this discussion frustrates men because women act like they don't understand what men are saying right another thing that frustrates men women women get frustrated when men say women women hate this when men say hey why don't y'all choose better men women hate that and i'm like do women hate this because they believe they're no better men or is it because they know they don't qualify for the better men and therefore it's frustrating because they don't want to hear it i don't know the answer to this question before they straight black prior to war report but i do notice that women do get frustrated by that when men ask the question well, why don't you just choose better men because again women get approached every day and um, even if you unless you like in the hood hood and you never leave the hood you're going to get approached by different types of men right every woman thank you brother every woman gets approached by all types of men now if women say I do not have the ability to discern the types of men then that's a discussion that can be had. No woman ever says that. Ever. I've never heard a woman say that. I've never heard a woman say until, until basically after the fact, after like multiple failed relationships, children by different dudes, then they say, well, you know what? Maybe they, maybe I don't know how to pick men. And again, as a man, my question becomes, because I don't know, because I'm not a woman. What is women's criteria for picking a man? I hear women give a, a list of attributes, right? Which are almost found in no one man. So that's just, it is what it is. I, I, I hear women's lists all the time, you know, but what you often see as far as who they have children by doesn't match that list and even when some women because not every when some women get a man that meets a large point of that large number of those criteria that they have which are not actually a man but a list of attributes right almost like a list of superpowers <laughs> for a superhero you know like yeah, that super speed super hearing super that's almost like what many women's lists are um even when they get that type of man many times they're still disappointed with a man that has those attributes so then many men are like okay now what because many times as a man you'll look at another brother right who he may be more successful economically or he may be in better shape or he may like he may have something you don't have right and you see him struggling and you think 
if he's struggling, then that dude behind me has no chance, <laughs> right? Because it would appear from my vantage point that that dude would have more options than most of us in this room. And yet he's not making any more progress than any of us. And he's just as frustrated and he's probably more frustrated than the regular dudes because he's at the top of apparently from our vantage point would be at the top of the pyramid and he's making no more progress and that just you know what I'm saying that that's another that in itself discourages men from even attempting because it's like if he can't get it done why am I bothering I've, I've literally heard men say this. Men like, man, yeah, my boy, this and that. He got this and this and that and so forth and so on. These degrees, the house car, blah, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Been working out so on, so on, so on. And he ain't making no more progress than I am. It's like, hey, which, hey. But every, I, you know, I try to tell brothers, everybody's situation is different. Where you are in life with age, demographic, uh, geographical location, like all of those, all those variables you know you know change things but the reality is is that even though there are more women than men there are not and this is where this is the dichotomy this is the thing and this is the thing that causes frustration amongst men there are not apparently more of the type of women that men want than men and so there's a larger pool of women and so to your as a man to your eye you see you see women so you see opportunity but then when you go beneath the surface it's you know they're just not as much quality as a man would want um you got ripped off says we have these issues because of your interference because men have been removed from the home and emasculated women have become breadwinners and don't see gender roles as important anymore and it's you know part of that is true but what it is it's not that women don't see gender roles as important as a lot of women see they pick and choose when gender roles are important me that's that's one of the things i see um and hold up let me see something oh and war report says for me it's not the frustration it's the fact that men aren't allowed to voice those frustrations is always shut up and deal with it oh yeah oh yeah absolutely it's been that way for a long it's been that way for a long time um and sister says tell us what men are frustrated about right well I mean, like I said, it's a long list. One, the availability of quality women is is the biggest frustration. Uh, the ignoring of men's men feel like they're they're not their plight. Men feel like their humanity. For I I hate that word. But I have nothing, no better word to describe it. Is not recognized by most people right 
including black women. Like if you're a man, if you're a black man, you should not expect your human humanity to be recognized outside of your community. If you do, you're just a fool at this point. All right. Like everyone else has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. They don't see black. They don't either see nor respect black men's humanity. Right. That goes without saying. If you haven't figured that part out yet, you probably need to go back and listen to some of my old broadcasts and get yourself up to speed. I don't know where you've been if you're, if you're a grown black man. So recognizing this, it becomes frustrating because I know these people don't have my back. I know these people don't see me as valuable, so forth, so on. So when that same thing comes from the women in your community then becomes frustrating because you feel like no one has your back no one understands and no one cares that's how it feels many times as a black man now if you have a circle around you and you part of a community and things like that you don't feel that as much but if you don't you don't have strong familial ties then it's a it's a totally different perspective and that's why i said in the um at least i thought i said it in the um description for the show tonight many men feel like the community has abandoned has abandoned them and so now they want to abandon the community right so while men are were trying to be productive many many men right or uh, trying to be productive like there was so all right i'm gonna give a i'm gonna give a prime example from a conscious brother's perspective right now when i was coming into knowledge right you would hear about the panther women and the women of the 60s and the women of the civil rights era and the women in Garvey's movement and the women fighting against uh, slavery in Africa and the sisters fighting uh, with brothers to get free here and the sisters help them set up maroon colonies and all of this stuff, right? All of this history of sisters fighting beside brothers doing all, all this wonderful work for our race, right? So how you, this is, what, this is literally the history you're taught. So as, as a really um, not even a fully grown man, because that's when I first started getting this teaching. But as a developing man, young man, you hear that. And so you expect that as you are becoming a man and you're interested in women and you start looking for a compliment, you expect that there will be available to you in the near future because when you're a younger man come to women you want that woman yesterday you know what I'm saying that, that's what it is yeah, you, in your uh, late teens early 20s I mean the testosterone is roaring so you expect that as you begin to do race work and as you begin to because you got to understand I I was a part of an organization that was out in the streets fighting drug dealers, right? Trying to clean up the community. You would expect 
from what you were taught that maybe not a parade of women or whatever but you would expect that the brothers who are doing this work and literally risking their lives because drug dealers do shoot people <laughs> you understand what i'm saying you would expect some appreciation in the form of marriageable women coming out to support and select those men who are obviously from the men's perspective the best men like if you're risking your life to clean up the community right to the men you would think because women always say hey nobody's doing anything about these drugs and nobody's doing anything about these gangs and nobody's doing anything about this and this and this and that and to protect the women and the children and blah 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 yada yada, yada. Okay, men are doing it. Young men are doing that, right? I've known people that's been jumped while we was doing that. People have been stabbed while we was doing that. People that's been shot at. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So you're literally risking your life. And yet, there are or were at that time in that area because i can't speak for it what was going on in every city very few women of that age demographic at that time who were willing to change make the sacrifice to change the way they were living to qualify to be with those men Now, do you understand how frustrating that would be as a young man after hearing about all the other generations of women helping men who were doing similar things and greater things, no doubt, because as bad as drug dealers are, police are worse. So what the Panthers were doing was of a much higher level, but it was a different time and a, a different threat, right? And but while they while the panthers had the panther women as far as the nation back in the day at that time the the ratio with women was young women because i was a young man was real low and it wasn't just in that organization because i was in other organizations then it was the same thing so that i'm just using that as an example right and but other men who were doing other things had similar experiences uh muhammad shakur greetings says a lot of us are frustrated with black women because too many look at us the same way white females look at white males plain and simple our women were influenced by white females oh uh, yeah i mean the feminism yeah i mean i i talked about that in the lecture i don't even feel like going back through it again i mean it speaks for itself uh, also, he says, also, a lot of black women don't consider what we're going through our respective traumas and tribulations. We're basically expected to be supermen. And he says, also, black women don't look at how we've been affected by enslavement and colonization historically. Hell, the pain and traumas of black men are downplayed. And here's what's here's what's 
here's what's interesting about that brother and i'm not debating with what you're saying that wasn't all this is what this was what's weird about this and at least to me that wasn't always the case when i would now again you know this is going to sound contradictory but this was my experience although there weren't a lot of women right who were quote-unquote conscious even at that point in time there were women that at least understood or maybe not even understood but could empathize with the black male experience then meaning that you know because as i was you know i grew up around dc dc was the murder capital so surviving to 25 was an was an accomplishment right i had a, you know i was extremely happy because that was like the delineation point of where you, the percentages of the, ch- the chances of you being murdered decreased like after 25 right so that was a big deal for me um but there at least were women because of what was going on then that uh, express empathy with what men were going through then right because that was all, it was it was a traumatic time because if you grew up in that time in this area anyway chances are somebody that you know was murdered and probably multiple people like i I've had mo- I have friends, relatives who were murdered young. Some some teens, some twenties. Right? So survival was an uh, an accomplishment. And there were women that at least empathized and respected and understood that. I don't see as much of that empathy coming from sisters. Now there are sisters that empathize and understand and of course the the difference is is that that stuff is right in your face what men go through now is not as obvious i don't think um and it's um and then another thing and i said this in the lecture what happens is is that women black black women and black men are under attack at the same time but by different methods and therefore because the methods of attack are different we often don't recognize that each of us are being attacked and in a different way and that is how the confusion starts because we're both being at make no mistake i'll say this again the black community is under attack black people globally are under attack black men black women black children are under attack we can we never lose sight of that but because the attacks are different we often lose sight of the fact that we're all under attack and that in and of itself helps helps excuse me to start confusion um and the sister said things change after we integrate yeah no question and it, the, what, what was deep was that because we're going to, speaking of the attacks, so you had the integration, right? When you had the integration, one of the things they did was that was when they took the opportunity to elevate the sisters um, 
both educationally and economically above the brothers because they would hire you can hire sisters and you have you, you hit two minority spots so you want to fill those quotas you hire a black woman so that's two where you hire a black man that's one right right then for the sisters they were on the lower end of the economic scale you just give them money but you tell them a man can't be in the house right so this occurs at at the same time that the drugs come into the community which will would beget later the mass incarceration which then changes the um the numerical balance between men and women at the same time brothers are shooting each other over the drugs and all of these things are coming into play while the integration is going on and so it becomes a thing of while these things are going on it's hard for the black community to express they're under attack because the whites are going to be like we've been passing all these civil civil rights laws for you what are you complaining about and then it wasn't until it really came to light of the government <laughs> being the big drug dealer that people really even understand oh or how can I say people's suspicions were verified oh we are under attack they the government is bringing drugs in because I don't care how big uh, most black drug dealers are nobody was going to Colombia and picking up a shipment and flying it you know what I'm saying into Harlem or into southeast DC you know what I'm saying that that's just that's not what was happening but that's what they wanted to tell us what was happening. So the, the big drug dealers, because many times, just like uh, Danilo Blandone, sometimes we're government assets. You know, Danilo Blandone was a CIA asset. And the same way he was a CIA asset, Gloria Steinem, the feminist, who wrote a paper telling black women that they, you know, black power is over, you should look out for yourselves, was a CIA asset. So, I mean, we understand we were, this is a government sponsored attack on black people. There's no, there's no debate about that. But it's like, it's like we've forgotten that, or maybe we haven't told the current generation the story. I don't know. Cause many times when I tell people this and I show them the pictures and show them the video, they look at me like, oh my God, look, yeah, now this stuff is real. That's the reason I that's the reason I did the lecture for the sisters because I had to tell sisters the story of the feminism that they've adopted. This is who it came from. This is what they said. This is their purpose. Cuz many sisters that run around talking this stuff don't know. Now some of them don't care and it is what it is. But that in of itself becomes a frustration to brothers because it's like okay I'm showing you the documentation that we collectively are under attack and you are telling me about all the things that are happening to black women as if black men not still being shot down in the street like I'm not negating what you're going through but I'm saying you're acting as if we aren't being attacked and that frustrates black men to no end 
Because it's like, how do you not see that we're all in the same boat? But again, the integration get, makes us think we can opt out. So then it becomes, well, you know, both people on both sides kind of be like, ah, that's your problem. Because I'm going to be with Brad or I'm going to be with uh, uh, Becky. <laughs> right? I just... I mean, and it's insanity. And look, I say this before I say it again. The there's no. It is. Let's just keep it one hundred here. The black woman in her natural state. There's there's no women comparable to that on no level. Anywhere. Yeah, there's just this is plain and simple. Uh, the lecture has not been edited yet. I'm trying to see uh, there was a camera glitch brother so I'm trying to see if we can edit that out if we can edit that out then we'll get it edited and um, I'll, I'll let you know when this was said but what we are going to do I've decided next week at this well what time do I start at 8 o'clock unless y'all think that's a bad time next week at 8 o'clock we're going to have a rewatch party so if you have the link the link will still work and we will rewatch the lecture next week at eight, next Saturday night. Um, I don't have nothing planned, so I'm do it now. And then after that, I'm going to take it down and then chop it up and get it edited. Um, and the brother said, uh, "Weirdos basically push the pain Olympics." Right, right. What do they call it? The oppression Olympics. Yeah. So yeah, brother. So that that's what we'll do. Um, anybody that doesn't have the link that didn't pay for it initially, you can just cash out me twenty dollars and say, "Hey, I I want the link for it to watch the lecture," and you can do that. And I'll just I'll set it up so it's available for the whole weekend, and then I'll take it down. Um, and. You didn't know about the essay. You need the link for the essay or the lecture, Lord Bell. Let me know what what you mean by that. Um, but yeah, so like I said, when I when I did when I initially, because actually this this lecture is two years old. When I initially did this lecture, it was because I felt like it was two things. One, I felt like sisters didn't actually know what they were co-signing. And then two, I felt like as a, um, okay, yeah, brother, I'll, I'll find that Gloria Steinem essay for you. Hopefully it's on my phone that I currently have now. Um, what was I getting ready to say? I, oh, I felt like sisters didn't know what they were co-signing. And then I also felt like we, at least, at least straight black pride hadn't in a while um we haven't we didn't have a message for our sisters like to speak to them and you know, just and just address some things that i felt needed addressing and like i think i said before i, I saw sisters you know tearing up at the at the uh lecture and of course i wasn't able to really figure out what that was about um his sister said i was watching a black woman hosting a news show 
wearing a bunch of makeup, cleavage displayed, no ring on a finger, and making excuses about Lil Nas X. A new show? Okay. I'm not. I mean, I'm not surprised that NC. And you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad because I was going to forget this. One of men's biggest pet peeves, and it's not just men in straight black pride. Weirdly enough, right? That's this is what surprised me. Of course, men in straight black pride is like, you know, it's, it's a roll your eye thing. It's so cliche that it's just like, whatever. Women's sisters support for LGBT makes many brothers just want to scream yeah I mean the level of frustration with this and this is something that a lot of men have been holding in for years and was while men have been holding it in it has been growing and growing with each generation it grows more and more because even back you know when i was young like when you start to see these people in the community or whatever um you know a lot of times the attitude from the women was leave leave them alone you know they aren't bothering anybody those those people you know that's what what was said and it's it's so deep I even see that I've seen this amongst quote unquote conscious people like that same thing like here in DC right there there is a you know I'm not going to name names but there is a facility and, and bookstore you can figure it out for yourself if you're from DC that basically kind of didn't want to continue to host uh, allow us to host meetings in their facilities because of our stance against LGBT and come to find out that it was the of the uh, owner's wife that was behind that decision now the owner had been doing you know he built that business and he's been doing work and uh, documenting our history and all types of stuff for decades like at this point probably 30 years minimum and yet um and 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 comes he comes from a culture that doesn't advocate lgbt at all right he's from he's from the continent actually and yet because of his wife you know we were told that you know our, our business was not needed because of our stance And so that's a big frustration with black men, black women's support of LGBT. And and it's only now, now and maybe, um, maybe maybe it's because it's obvious that these dudes, these transformers want to replace black women like now all of a sudden I see sisters like okay I get it but it's like (laughs) like how'd you not get it before like just because 
the dude is now putting on a dress doesn't mean that the dude that wasn't putting on the dress but was acting like a woman didn't want to replace you it's the same guy <laughs> it's the same person it's just a, it's just a uh what's the word i'm looking for it's just an advancement of the uh um of their movement and what they want to do they want to replace you they they're no different than a white woman with the tanner and all that they all want to replace black women but black women support most of these things and black men are just like i don't understand the brother says sisters overwhelmingly support homophilia the same people that say where are the good black men are pro lgbt thank you brother that that right there just encapsulates the frustration like literally those be the same people same group of women pro lgbt and talking about where the men at where are the good black men at I mean you can't advocate for men to be women and then say where are the men logically that doesn't make any sense at all but yet we see that as men we see this all the time all the time and it, I mean you just shake your head it makes your head hurt thinking about it you just you know you just you know it's, it's to the point now that men don't even talk it's just like look if you can't figure this out what why do I have to point it out why do I have to say anything about it but now I'm starting to see now that it's gotten to the point where it's obvious that they're just not going to stop until everybody is um, pro their movement now I'm starting to see sisters be like Okay, this has gotten out of hand. But it's been out of hand. It's, it's, it's been out of hand. It's been out of hand for years. You know? And that is, is definitely frustrating. Like, brother, and, you know, young brothers that I know. You know, brothers in their 20s, late 20s. Um, like mid-20s to early 30s literally one of the main things that they say stops them from dealing with women is that especially the, the college educated women are like 90% pro LGBT like hard, like staunchly supportive of it like, like there's no moving them off of that and literally one of the things that um just makes you know it's just they just can't you just can't you can't have a person who that advocates that in your household if you're against it it's just it's just not gonna work um and sister says let me say grown people can do what grown people do but little Nas X agenda is our children they are seeing it as an attack on our they are not seeing it as an attack on our youth well I mean but see that that right there what you say the grown people do what they do the problem with that is you it's like we have to understand that one this is Urugu's agenda and Urugu doesn't know boundaries right if you if Urugu knew boundaries we wouldn't be here speaking this language 
we wouldn't be having this discussion wouldn't be speaking this language none of that and so i think that's one thing that people in general have a problem grasping one of course most of our people have no just don't understand the nature of Yoruba period in the discussion and two they don't see this as Yoruba's agenda and don't understand that the the psychology of Yoruba is driving the mentality of these people and they're going to do exactly what Yoruba tells them to do because Yoruba's mind is in their body so we're looking at black people with a white mind and Lord Bell says there, need, there needs to be a separation in our community but a known separation yeah I mean the few people who know you know really gonna have to start migrating towards and being around each other uh, eventually, especially, especially with this vaccine thing, that's a whole nother thing. Um, I've almost, and this wasn't something that I thought of as like a gender thing, but I'm starting to see more and more sisters take the vaccine and more and more brothers not. And that's the only issue because the sisters have the children. So it's a problem. And I'm not going to get into the vaccine thing. And I don't even actually know what, what's driving that, to be honest. I've heard but I've overheard sisters talk about they just took it or they're going to take it this and that and I, I don't actually know what's behind that like I don't I, I don't know like I've heard like no brothers I've heard brothers ask questions and what you think and this and that but sisters just like yeah I'm going to take it and so forth so on I don't know what that I don't know what that is I don't know like that's just anecdotal evidence I don't know if that's something that's um, in general taking place, or I don't know. I just find, I just find it interesting because you know I ain't trusting white folks. Trust white folks at your own risk. Um, and Brother Muhammad Shakur says many sisters have problems with logic. They're more concerned with their feelings. It's like Sister Shahar Ali said: issues with disbelief. Um, and brother Igwe says not at all that means I missed your first comment so I'm not sure what that is and brother Muhammad Shakur says that yes you can have disbelief about some things but that doesn't make the perspective or information any less true or factual yeah um, yeah that, I mean there's some cog cognitive, cognitive dissonance As I, if I can get it out y'all know what I mean where they're just things that um, people refuse to believe and a lot of times people refuse to believe things because they don't fit into their um, they don't fit into their previous belief system and they also don't feel like it's beneficial to them um, and sister Nubia says we really have to start holding our own people accountable for their individual actions. True. The the biggest problem and the biggest problem is I don't I thought this for a while now. I don't really think a lot of 
conscious people really realize how um, really realize how bad a shape our people are in mentally and how that's what I'm looking for like and the percentage of people who are in bad shape like or to put it in a better way and this is a better way to put it I don't think we realize how few of our people are on the same wavelength of loving black respecting black knowing who our enemies are understanding the attacks like it what happens this is what happens I said this a long time ago when you get on social media right and you get kind of you kind of can filter out who you follow and who follows you and all that stuff however it works depending on the social media it gives you the illusion that the number of people who are aware of what's going on is greater than it is because you follow the same amount of people and let's say like I follow probably on Instagram I probably follow like 2500 different accounts right just because I follow 2500 different accounts doesn't mean that all 25 first of all it doesn't mean that that's 2500 different people second of all doesn't mean that all 2500 of those people are um are quote unquote conscious also doesn't mean that all 2500 of those people have had knowledge long enough to be able to know what's going on and then it doesn't mean that all 2500 of those people are have fulfilled all those other things and then are willing to do something about it right but even if that was the case even if it was 5,000 or 10,000 10,000 out of 50 million is a small percentage and I don't think I think we I think we tend to overestimate the percentages of black people who are part of the movement or would be valuable or in a psychological condition to be of valuable to the advancement of black people I think it's way more we have way more people who followed the trend for a while we have way more people who get outraged at individual incidents and things like that than actual serious committed interested in in building and being with other black people and maybe tired of Europeans and you know the Arabs and Arabs and uh, uh, Asians and all that stuff I think that I think though unfortunately I feel like those numbers are way way less than we think because all right for for example I got uh all right I thought I was up to 20 people but I'm not how many people here um just press press yeah press one if how many people here know of 
three or more quote unquote conscious people in their in your city in your community you know put one if you do and put two if you don't um and sister says no vaccine for her vitamin c zinc b12 d3 is my vaccine and a proper diet indeed um and let's see muhammad shakur says one so you okay so y'all do know three or more conscious people and lord Vale says he does uh let's see some people need to know that if they move a certain way or engage engage in bull they got to get cut off yeah without question um you know john henry clark said a long time ago we don't deal properly with our traitors and we still don't i mean that was proven by the fact that william o'neill you know lived as long as he as he did and but of course you it's kind of sometimes it's hard to deal with with your traders because your traders have protection from your enemies because your traders are useful to your enemies because a lot of our traders and to be completely honest are you know people that they put in front of us you know so-called leaders and entertainers and things like that oh, those people those people are as detrimental as can be and you know the thing with the, the uh, celebrities is that Malcolm X warned us about them putting celebrities in leadership 60 years ago that's a, that like that's one of the things that'd be frustrating to me is that literally we be will be warned about stuff and it's we still we fall for it anyway you know warned about it decades ago fall for the same trap and the uh as uh, brother Jeannie calls them the weaponized entertainment entertainers excuse me you know the Cardi B's and Lil Nas X and all that and but not even just them but the whole the um the people that they put in front of us that become celebrities you know the celebrity activists you know I you know I just look at it like if your enemy um man I thought about this earlier I forgot how I how I thought about it but if your enemy doesn't hate your leaders then your leaders are paid off by your enemies that's just how it works uh lord bell said how's brother genie now nah, brother genie doing he's doing what he what he does and he's good you know he's good i'll tell him i'll tell him that y'all uh asked about him you know maybe he'll come through one one day soon maybe uh he's working on something actually he's working on something big oh i can tell y'all that yeah i can tell y'all that i forgot about that um he has a he has a lecture coming up he has a lecture coming up next month so i will let y'all know about that actually i might be able to let y'all know about that tomorrow actually um so yeah i'll probably talk to him and i'll let y'all know about that tomorrow when we get to talking about um you know little Nas x wanting to take our children to hell and greetings glam girl and she says you know way more than three conscious people of course you do um and brother says glad irritated one is doing great yeah yeah he's doing well 
War Report says our traders aren't dealt with. This is why John Lewis is lionized and Malcolm X isn't. Right. And he, yeah, I mean, don't even get me started on John Lewis. Man. Oh, man. Don't even get me started. Just, just thinking about him makes my head hurt. We just, he just, he makes me want to throw up. Um, yeah. Sister says when it comes to how to move, that needs to be off social media. Indeed. And speaking of that, they're doing so many things to like they're doing so many things to suppress information and to um and to um hack into or get you to opt into <laughs> in fact get you to opt into sharing your information or giving them the ability to uh, see what you're doing that yeah it, it gets harder and harder to organize um, and war report says exactly that's why IG and T West aren't on YouTube absolutely <laughs> you know oh he said and all the other conscious leaders are yeah I mean you know when the brother did those uh, presentations on T West show I figured that T West wasn't going to be on much longer and he wasn't. Um, fortunately, even though I don't think our wonderful producer is still here, but you know, um, she has something that's available for us to put up videos and stuff. And hopefully, uh, if more and more people go to her, go to OTW two, then she can get some more, um, get more views, more, more people and things like that. That will help finance it and hopefully streaming direct streaming will be an option uh, basically uh, I'm hoping she does that before I get my channel canceled I think my channel's small enough now that no one cares <laughs> what I say uh, I haven't I haven't touched the third rail the, the third rail right now is vaccines you can even talk about um, the third well the third rail is vaccines and of course the, um, the small hats you know too much small hat talk, you know, will get you removed. But um, like I said, I'm small enough now. Channel small enough that I don't have to worry about those things. I don't think, you know. So I don't, I don't, I'm not worried about it. It is what it is. I just want to really, because we don't have a uh, straight black pride voice on this platform. I just want to build it up to a point where hopefully I'll be able to port um, to port um, a group of people over to other platforms and other means when the time is ready because I, I you know I'm not gonna lie when I started this page I had no idea how it would work oh speaking of that because I think I'm gonna get off here shortly how many people actually watched the video that I did, the short video uh, dealing with Kane Madden? How many people watched that? And if you watched it, what did you think? And do you like the short video format? Uh, give me some feedback on that real quick. And if you haven't watched it, you know, go check it out and then let me know what you think tomorrow. But um, yeah, how many people watched that? And what did you think about that format? Because I'm going to start doing more of those. Um, 
just to see. And the brother says, what if Tim Reed gave you a voice? Tim Reed. Name sounds familiar. I can't. I'm drawing a blank, brother. Give me, give me some more. Um, and what does he? Yeah, just give me some more. I'm I'm drawing a blank on Tim Reed. Tim Reed, the actor. If that's what you're talking about, does he? He have his own uh, media platform or something? Yeah, yeah. Fill me in. I'm I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not aware of that. Okay, he started his own network, Legacy of a People. Okay. Oh, I had, I had no. Okay, yeah, I didn't have any. Oh, I didn't know anything about that. Okay, I. Yeah, I have no. Um. Oh, just reminded me. Greetings to uh, brother Patrick. I just realized, man, I'm really slipping. Nobody mentioned it. I don't have even my wonderful producer didn't mention it. I don't have any of my contact information here on the board, man. Eh, whatever. Things happen. But yeah, um, brother, you can email me at dc.radical underscore the numeral one at protonmail.com. You can email me that information. I'll I'll look into it. I didn't know I didn't know anything about it. So you know, I have no idea. Yeah, I just don't know <laughs> at all. Um. So yeah, I I would have to look into it. I didn't. I just wasn't aware of that. I just missed that altogether. Uh, brother Patrick said, "Oh, you said you watched it. What did What did you think, brother, about just the way the the video was put together and formatted? Just give me some feedback on that, one way or the other. Um, you'll send me his IG. Okay, cool. And um, for those that don't know, though, I think everybody knows." My Instagram is dc.radical, the numeral one. The Twitter is dc underscore radical underscore O-N-E. And the cash app is dollar sign dc radical, the numeral one. And, of course, this is the YouTube, capital D, small c, radical, the numeral one. That's along the bottom. Everybody knows. Uh, okay, you watched it. Okay, you said you watched it. It was okay. Cool. Yeah, I got to... Um, I'm gonna do another one. I don't know if y'all saw this case, and I think they caught. Well, yeah, they did. They caught the guy, but the um, I think it was in Miami, if I recall correctly, where a young man was uh, kidnapped and raped and shot by uh, some sick individual. So that that video, um, that video's coming up. I got I got to do that, but. They had when I was gonna do the video, they hadn't caught the person. Then they caught him. I was like, "Oh, let me wait." Okay, you got ripped off. Said you watched it. Uh, Brother Elijah said you watched it. Um, says very informative. Dude, man should be thrown under the jet. Yeah, he. I can't say what should happen. All I'm saying is, um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> let me not say it. Those who know me know what I think about that. I mean. Eh. Uh, and Brother Patrick said videos formatted just fine. I learned some good information. Okay, cool. Okay, because that was my first time with that one. And did I hear about the seven-year-old boy who was charged with rape in New York State? No, I know. The Lord Bell send me, send me that and uh, my Instagram. No, I, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, send me that. I. No, I don't know. Uh, and 
Instagram girl said you saw that horrific story last night. Which well, which horrific story? The Kane Madden or the uh where the young man was kidnapped and raped by the grown male. And that's another thing. And I'm I'm on a tangent here now, we kinda just stream of consciousness. Man, I'm gonna do a video about that too. But you know, they always the rainbow committee always project themselves as the victim and never the victimizer but if you're a male and you rape a male right you're homosexual and you're a rapist and he also attempted murder and is a pedophile but they act like they're always the victim and so actually yeah you know what when i do the video i, I go into that deeper but i this is not this is not as rare a case as most people think like there was a lot going on a lot of this was going on in dc a few years ago but it was grown men it wasn't little boys but it was what's weird is it was literally like the same um they used the same tactics the same methods right except it was grown men here in DC, the DC area, where they were kidnapping and raping men and throwing them back of van and all, and all that, and it made the news, and then it just it just went away, and you just didn't hear about it anymore. I, you know, but again, if you're if they're three men and they kidnap a grown man and they rape the man, that's three homosexuals that raped the man. You know what I'm saying? That by definition, if you if you're a man, you rape a man. You're by definition you're a homosexual. If you're a man and you rape a boy, by definition you're a homosexual. And, right? But they don't frame it that way. They just say, "Oh, this is a horrific crime." Well, no, because if it's black, it's a horrific crime by a black guy, and they show you big black guy doing it. Well, this is a horrific crime by a homosexual. Show us that. But that's another show, another video. Get me off on that tangent. Um, but yeah, I I get I gotta do I gotta do a video for that so the people can see that. That's it's horrific and our our young men have to understand we're in a world now where no one is safe from sexual assault. I mean it sounds insane, but it is real. No one is safe from sexual assault right that's the world we're, we're in and it's going to get progressively worse because they throw these people have cover like I didn't know till after the fact that Biden uh, made what March 31st like transgender awareness day or, or something somebody help me out whatever it was should have did a video on that but I yeah yeah, every, every time I see that stuff, it doesn't make me want to just. Anyway, I just get frustrated with it. Uh, Sister Taylor Newby says, "Little Nas X coming off as a victim," and it, and it of course, yeah, that's where. Yeah, yeah, anyway, and uh, I don't know if y'all saw that video. Maybe I'll talk about that. Nah, I'll talk about that tomorrow. I'm not gonna get into tomorrow's show tonight. Um, and the brother says, "No one has been safe from sexual assault." this too is true I mean 
I don't know if you ever read Negroes with Guns that um, Robert F. Williams talks about when he talks about Martin Luther King and Martin Luther King, you know, getting people to volunteer to go to jail. He's like, hey, man, look, the there's some unsavory elements in these jails and getting people to volunteer to go to jail is not a good thing. Right. And you can if you read the book, you read that section of the book, he's basically saying, hey, it's some there's some predators in there right <laughs> you know who will attack men now this was in 1962 or something so hey, we, of course no one has to speak about what how jail is now but this is 50 years ago and robert f williams was like what are you doing you putting people at risk for something you know way worse than a beating by the police uh and the brother said yeah uh it was uh Transgender visibility for March 31st, Friday. I mean, you know, if you're walking around in daylight and you're six foot three and you're wearing heels, you're pretty visible. You know, I'm just saying, you know, I don't think you need to be more visible than that. It's just me. It's my opinion. It's kind of hard to miss that person, you know. And, and you know, I say, I, I say it as a joke, but I, I, I say that DC is the land of the six foot. Transformers. I see, you know, some of the some of the some of the people I've seen. You can start a basketball team, literally. You know, I don't know what it is. Something in the water. I, I don't know what's going on in D.C. right now. And I live here. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I know, but I don't know. So, brothers and sisters. Um, oh wow! I didn't even think about that. Now, nah, let me. I got to read this one real quick. And brother says, funny enough, it's at the end of Women's History Month. Yeah, how about that part, right? They cap off Women's History Month by Transgender Visibility Day. The jokes write themselves. So anyway, brothers and sisters, you know, um, I thank you all for joining. Thank you all for listening. I thank you all for your feedback. Um, I thank you all, those who have made donations. Um, like you got ripped off, um, and brother Desaline, uh, uh, BB Fodia man, um, and I think that was everybody I saw last week. I definitely appreciate that. I appreciate the support. Don't forget to smash the like button. Don't forget to share the video. Don't if you're not subscribed, don't forget to subscribe. Um, and I will see you all in a few hours. Um, wait a minute, hold on. Sister says, Why are our people so quick to be turned? There's the elephant in the room to be turned against their black self. Help me out real quick, sister, and I can answer that question because if that's the answer, then. Uh, I mean, if that's a question, excuse me, then the answer is because they because they know they'll be rewarded. That's that's a simple answer. If that if I'm reading the question correctly, because they know they'll be rewarded. Now, if you're asking as far as people's sexuality or whatever, then that's a different answer. So let me know which question real quick before we go. 
and um and tomorrow at two we will discuss this whole little Nas X thing. Um I think I'll do some visual some visual aids for that. Um if I can find that video where he uh, I don't know if y'all seen that video, but he has some video where he basically says he's not a homosexual. Which I find that hard to believe, but if that's the case, that makes what he's doing even more egregious because he's leading our children down the path to destruction. Um, so, uh, sister, I'm waiting for you to uh, let me know if I answered the question before I get off and end this um, in this podcast, in this discussion. Like I said, again, I thank everybody for um, their support, you know, and like I said, share these, share these videos and share these discussions we have so we can build this thing up from the ground up and make it um, so we can have even more people here and get more ideas and more answers to questions. Um, So anyone else have anything else to contribute before I go? going once and I do realize there's a delay going twice and it looks like no one has anything else to say going three times well with that brothers and sisters I'll see you all wow in a few hours 2 p.m. tomorrow we discuss the whole little Nas X fiasco with that I say a BB for Hodier and straight black pride. Flawed individual. Sing the Ashley Production. Ashley Production. Ashley Production. On the wake up.